I'm Kyle Mylan, and after 20 years in manufacturing, nobody knows more than me about industrial marketing and technical sales. I was the problem, the only one stopping me. I didn't like it, I had to refocus. Now I'm devoted, I know where I'm going. Controlling emotions, I'm owning the moment. In order to get it, see, you gotta want it. So on this episode of Talk Shop, we're gonna be talking to Lobby Fox about how they're revolutionizing visitor management systems for industrial and manufacturing companies. And we've got Shannon Oliar here from Lobby Fox. She is the digital... Sales and Marketing, Director of Sales and Marketing. What's your title, Shannon? Chief Sales and Marketing Officer. Chief Sales and Marketing. She's just making up titles as she goes. <laughs> yeah. So Shannon, tell me, for those that don't know about Lobby Fox, just in a quick one to two minute explanation, what is it that Lobby Fox does? It's a visitor management system built for industrial manufacturing facilities. So it eliminates the logbook. It sends notifications to everybody, letting them know that they have visitors in the lobby. And it, it takes the visitor through orientation, gets all the checks and, and everything done so that by the time you come to claim your visitor from the lobby, they're oriented and ready to go. So that is like out of all my years in manufacturing, so many times have I signed into those log books. And so what you're saying is you guys have a digital solution for that. Mm -hmm. and, and what's that experience like? Well, I guess it depends on whether or not you're a person that's walked into a lobby and rang a doorbell and tried to figure out an internal phone system and sat and waited 20 minutes for a host. So um, it, it, it changes the game because there's, there's not a receptionist in these lobbies anymore. And we know that it's, it's no one's job. So either somebody has to do their job sitting at a reception desk or behind a window or just everybody who gets visitors gets stuck doing this. And so there's no consistency in the check-in process. Are these documents filed where they need to be? What happens if there's an audit? And even worse, what happens if someone gets hurt or if there is legality involved and we can't prove that any of these safety trainings were given or that this visitor checked in or checked out? There are some compliance and certification requirements that some facilities have to adhere to when it comes to visitor management. And it is along the lines of confidentiality. So if there's just a logbook laying and you can go back and see everybody that's been at this facility to the beginning of the logbook, then that could potentially create some problems. Yeah. And I, I definitely back when I was selling injection molding, the first thing I would do when I walk in those lobbies after I signed in was look to see where any of my competitors in, in the last couple of days or week or so. And most of the time I didn't know who else was quoting a project or talking to them. But I could be like, Oh dang, this, this one of my competitors, they were just in here three days ago. Yeah. And so it, it does, you know, if you're a sales guy, there's a wealth of knowledge yeah. in the log book. So yeah, you exactly. Know. So that, that's going to, that, that would kind of hurt those people. They're, yeah. they're not going to be able to get that information, but but like, I mean, I've seen, I've seen visitor management systems in like schools and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So what really separates Lobby Fox when it comes to the industrial world? So everybody, everybody has different requirements, different things that are important to them. So if you're a school, you need a visitor management system that is doing background checks. Is this person on the sex offender registry list? That sort of thing. If you are in a shared office building like a WeWork or something like that, what's important to you is being able to pick and choose what hosts are available or reserve desks or reserve certain meeting rooms. When it comes to 
industrial facilities. They've got sometimes very spaced out, unusual layout campuses where there's multiple buildings and different visitors need to be going to different buildings. Is this particular visitor going to be on the production floor? And if so, how does that change the way that we that we have to put this this specific contractor through some type of safety orientation, what do they need to know? Everybody's got to get to stay with a host. And so there are certain areas that have restricted access and we need to know that these visitors understand where they can and cannot be, what the PPE requirements are, that they understand how to use it, that they understand what to do in the event of an emergency. And so when you put someone in front of a PowerPoint presentation or you hand them a pamphlet or even worse, you just give them a document and you ask them to read it. Let's be honest. Does, does anybody read it? Is, is anybody paying attention? You know, so when when we really think about, you know, safety matters and, and it matters to not only the visitors that are visiting, but your employees who, you know, are around these visitors. So being able to watch a safety orientation video and have this information shown to you and and explained to you has a 95% retention rate over written text. So you're serving it to your visitor in a format where you know that they're, you hope that they're going to, to absorb it. And then if you want to quiz the visitor on that information, you can. If there's other information that you need to collect from the visitor, do we have these certifications on file? Do we have this insurance document on file? And that sort of thing. The kiosk can do all of that for you. So essentially, it, it automates a process that you already had. That, and that's, that's definitely cool. So when we first learned about the Lobby Fox system, like what I like most about it is the fact that you guys were built specifically for industrial companies, mm-hmm. right? Because like all of you guys watching, if you if you're in a service or you're in industrial, it's no different than when you're looking at your competition and they say, well, they do all of these different things and also something that you specialize in. That's no different than with Lobby Fox, right? Like mm-hmm. there are people that have solutions out there, but to me, when we were looking into it, it's like that's that's an area that they serve, and mm-hmm. you guys are like we only service the industrial and manufacturing companies. So I feel like you probably have your fingers on the pulse of, in, of industrial needs and wants mm-hmm. with their visitor management system. Mm-hmm. So is there, are there things that you guys do to continue to evolve the software that you guys have? Constantly. So we, our customer feedback is the most important thing to us. And we do communicate with our customers on a monthly basis. What does the kiosk do that you love? What doesn't it do that you wish that it did? Almost all of the features that we have that that we've added to the kiosk since we've launched it have been because customers have told us how we can make it serve them better. You know, you you've got two different types of actually probably more than that, but you've got multiple different types of, of just deliveries alone that come into these facilities. And some days it is just UPS walking in and they do just want to drop off a package and tell you that they left something in the lobby. Other days you've got semis backed up out onto the road. And so each of these people need dealt with in very different ways. And so it's taking the time to understand what is going on at your facility. How can the the, the kiosk in any way help facilitate this, organize it, allow you to communicate internally better? And what can we do to build this specifically for you? Yeah. And so are you guys doing anything on like a monthly basis with that dev stuff? Like are you guys 
not only listening to them, but then rolling out new features. Absolutely. Okay. So every month there's an email that goes out to our customers about what new features or integrations have been activated this month. And we keep a rolling list of every single request and idea that comes in. Yeah. I mean, that's something that, that I feel like a lot of these software companies, they put the product out there. They've done the research. They say this is good to go. But then when it's like a re request come in, especially for industrial people saying we want this stuff for ISO re registration or compliance or ITAR, things like that, they can be slow to react to the needs of one specific niche where I feel like with you guys focusing on the niche, no different than than us at Manufacturing Tribe focus on the niche of industrial, mm -hmm. we can pivot and react quickly which keeps us ahead of the game as new new things are needed. Would you say that that's the same for what you guys deal with? Oh, absolutely. Because when, it, when a customer comes to us with an idea, we know that they're not the only person that's doing it this way or that's experiencing this challenge. So we there's no better place to get feedback about our product and how we can make it better than from our customers. A lot of our competitors put customer service as a feature in a package. And that's crazy. Like customer service should be a benefit that every single customer that you have gets. And we really strive for that. And I think that's why we have a product that that is built specifically for the group of people that we care about the most, like that you are exactly the people that we want to hear from. Yeah. So it's really, I mean, it's like a cost of doing business, right? Mm -hmm. Giving great customer service. I mean, so let's look at some facts here. You guys are based out of Bowling Green, Kentucky, mm -hmm. right? You've been doing this for what, six years or so Yeah. on the market, over 2000 manufacturing locations currently, mm -hmm. some big players. Let's talk mm -hmm. about some of the big players that you guys are in right now. Mm-hmm. Our, our our largest customer is very global. Um, we have some kiosks in the actually uh, just down the road at Jack Daniels. We've got oh goodness, you put me on the spot. Um, <laughs> Johnny on the spot. Yeah, um, Fisher Barton, Orbis, ABX. I mean, just those ones like Orbis and Barry, mm -hmm. right? And Fisher Barton, like those are some mm -hmm. massive companies that. Just looking at Orbis and Barry alone, mm -hmm. like those those guys are huge when it comes to industrial. Mm -hmm. And I feel like like that's where more industrial companies need to turn to people that are saying, hey, I focus in this industry, mm -hmm. right? Um, we've got the solution, whether you're talking about ISO, ITAR, any sort of compliance contractors, things like that. Like mm -hmm. you guys have the specific solution to it versus where the competition is saying, yeah, we do industrial um, but we also offer solutions to all these other all these other places. And if you really break down, at the end of the day, quantity or percentage of of their total revenue that's focusing on manufacturing versus the other ones, I have to assume that while it may be a a, a percentage of their revenue, like it can't be that high comparatively speaking to the other industries where you guys are like, dude, we're only industrial, we're only manufacturing. Like that alone to me seems like a huge benefit mm -hmm. for these people. Mm -hmm. So tell me about, tell me some, some story that you, that you have heard from your customers or something that's, that's interesting as you guys have been doing this. You know, I, I honestly, I've, I've, I've heard some great stories. I, I got a phone call from 
an EVP one day and he said, I need to understand how this works. I'm ready to get this going throughout my company. Who do I need to put you in contact with? What's this process look like? And uh, I thought, wow, like we're like we went from I've never met to let's let's get this signed. And so as I was talking to him, I found out that he had actually crawled through a bush earlier that day. He, he walked into the lobby. He, he rang the bell. Nobody came. He waited for a few minutes, started making some phone calls. He only had a few numbers. No one comes to the door. So he ends up crawling through bushes to knock on a window to, of somebody in the office to go let him in. And he's like, I'm done. What if I would have been a customer? What if I would have been a client? And this is the kind of experience that I would have had just trying to get somebody to let me in. They knew I was coming yeah. and yet I still sat out there forever. So, you know, we've, we, we hear stories like that that are funny. Um, you know, we also hear stories from receptionists or, you know, the person that, that has kind of adopted that role who say, I'm tired of being the gatekeeper. It's, it's every day. It's awkward when I have to keep getting rid of these solicitors that I know people don't want to talk to, you know, the way that job applications have to be filled out is, is online or they have to go through a recruiter. And I'm just, I'm tired of being the bad guy every day. I, I have to stop what I'm doing a hundred times to get up and go back out and answer the door. And when you think about the productivity of your employees, that alone, just the constant distraction. I mean, you know how it is when you yeah. have to stop what you're doing a hundred times a day, you know, so it's stuff like that. It's also, you know, being able to actually track down that host. These people are not sitting at their desks all day. They have a business to run. They're, they're you know, wherever they are. And so being able to get a text message or a Teams or a Slack notification that says that you've got a visitor here and you're, you know, you're pulling it out on your phone. You're not relying on somebody just to call your desk and hoping that you're sitting there. The ability to communicate with everybody in your facility. If there are important visitors here and you do want everybody to know, the kiosk has the ability to send mass text messages to everyone within the facility, notifying them about specific events that are happening in the lobby and whether or not those those, you know, sending them directly to the people that they're relevant and important to. Yeah. And so that that mass text notification, I heard that earlier in the office, one of the sales guys was telling me couple different situations where people just jumped on it. One was like evacuation or weather, weather notification, right? Like there's a tornado coming, hunkered down or things like that. Active shooter also, like unfortunately it's part of the world mm-hmm. we live in. Being able to notify people and say, hey, there's an active shooter. Do whatever the training is that you guys have done. Yeah. And when you think about emergency notifications, especially in the scenarios that you've just laid out, can your visitor management system send out mass emergency text communication? Yes. Okay. But does it let you template that out for all the various scenarios that would happen? If fire evacuation emergencies are going to be different than a chemical spill or a tornado to your point. And so being able to set up all these templates and identify what your muster points are and, you know, what you're going to do and and that sort of thing, you have that ready to go so that if that event does happen, you're not trying to type out this text message. You've got a series of templates to pick from. Yeah. And so all of that, I mean, really the customization of everything, right? Like Mm -hmm. you guys can go in the back end and customize it. One one other funny story I heard is that OSHA was on site or there was an audit happening on site and something spilt in the plant. And as they're coming through, 
the person that was cleaning up went and notified the plant manager and the auditor was right there, which like really isn't like the end of the day, but things like that could happen where an auditor comes through or somebody's walking through the plant. You can notify certain departments like, Hey dude, somebody's on site. Like, yeah. And the, the specific body. story that you're talking about didn't, it, it wasn't the fact that the employee notified the plant manager in front of the auditor. It was the way that the employee said it. And listen, we, you know, how we talk internally when we don't think anybody's looking, you know, the banter that we have amongst ourselves, like that's camaraderie. That's, that's a workplace, but everybody knows that you behave differently when, you know, yeah. when the regulatory authorities are there. And so this right. certainly is not something that this employee would have said in front of this person had they been aware of who he was. Right. So to your point, you know, that mass text notification that says, hey, heads up, special visitor today. Yeah. 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 And especially if it's if it's unannounced. Right. I feel like most people know, like, hey, we're going through an ISO re-up certification. Mm -hmm. They're going to be here from this day to that day. But, yeah, somebody just pops up and you can't notify everybody at once. You can just through the tax notification system, notify departments, let everybody know what's going on. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a feature that that from from the sound of it, from talking to the sales team, they're like a lot of people are shocked that that's not like an add-on, you know, dollar amount to the software. Like, oh, but if you want that, then it's fifty extra dollars a month, and you only get five hundred minutes. Listen, so let me let me tell you why that is. Nobody wants another piece of software. Nobody wants another login, another password, another thing that they have to remember. People are overwhelmed with the amount of tech, office tech that they have. And we, when, when we created this product, we kept things like that in mind. And so we wanted to make things simple. That's why everything is uncluded. Everything's unlimited. Everything, like we just don't play games. When we sell you a kiosk, we actually set it up for you because it's our kiosk. We know exactly how it works. And so let's have this open discussion about what your check-in process currently looks like, what your company policy says it should look like. And, you know, let's, let's take what you're doing, find a way to automate it. And then we, we look at who are these visitors that are coming into your facility and how do we need to treat each of these people differently? The UPS guy just dropping a package doesn't need to sign anything. He doesn't, we don't, we don't need any of that. It's irrelevant. There's a package in the lobby, come get it. Versus the way that we handle job applicants is going to be different from location to location, scheduled visitors versus contractors versus vendors, just that sort of thing. And, and, if they don't need to sign these documents every time, we don't have to serve them every time. If you want to pre-register your visitors, we do that. So however it is that, that you want to, to treat these visitors, the kiosk can meet you at that level, serve just the right amount of information to that person. And the, the best part is that it's all, it, it's all kept. It's reportable. You can go back to it and pull it up at any time. It's it's there. Nobody filed it. It was exactly where you yeah. needed it to be. Yeah. So everything's cloud based. You can mm -hmm. go back at history. Yeah. So let's let's look at some facts. We've got besides location, how long you've been around and and whatnot from a hardware st standpoint. You guys have QR codes, 10 and a half inch screens, 27 inch screens, 43 inch screens, 55 inch screens. All of that hardware is set up here in Bowling Green mm -hmm. with the system on it before you ship it out to the client. So when they get it, it's pretty much a turnkey solution. As soon as you give it an internet connection, it's ready to go. Yeah. And so when I was talking to the team, they were like, we, 
most of the time it's the clients that's delaying that. Like you guys can move as fast as we can get this thing out in three days if you give us the information, right? But they're kind of like the bottleneck to where, you know, you guys can get them out within a couple of days of getting that contract signed, but they're bottlenecking it because they need to give you the employee list and all the information and logos and colors and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But still, you guys are still, what from what it seems like, shipping them out pretty quick. Yeah, everything's in stock in our warehouse. So it it things can go out immediately. Yeah. And so, and everything's done here in Bowling Green. So you guys mm-hmm. are shipping somewhat central in mm-hmm. the United States. So you can get to, to all the different locations pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. I feel like we should do like a discount code for like MFG oh, tribe people. Should. Like if you, like if you fill out a form and say you want to talk to Lobby Fox, but yeah. then you tell them this, this secret code yeah. that maybe they get some percentage off. We're going to, we're going to have to think about that. Yeah. We're going to, I'm going to do a post about it, but we got it. We've got to be able to give anybody watching watching live or on replay or on YouTube, anybody on YouTube, we're going to have a code. Yeah, I agree. I can see your, your brain's turning. Like, what are we going to do? <laughs> you're like, what is this percentage going to be? Oh. So guys, if you're interested in learning more about Lobby Fox, head over to lobbyfox.com. I'm going to shoot a video once we wrap up here, giving a quick tour of this facility so you guys can be able to see what a Lobby Fox kiosk looks like. Head over to their LinkedIn Go to YouTube, website. There's there's tons of content out there. But stay tuned for a special offer where we might end up giving away a free kiosk and a one-year subscription, possibly. More details to follow. Stay tuned to my LinkedIn channel. If we're not connected on LinkedIn, send me a connection request. As long as you're not looking to sell me some shit that I don't need, I will accept it. Go over to the YouTube channel and subscribe. Turn on notifications so you get notified every single time that we go live or post a new video, which is multiple times a week. And with that being said, we will be back live at noon on Wednesday for the next show. And we will see you on the next one. Well, that's it for this episode. If you got value out of it, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with one person you know. And if you can, leave me a review because it really helps me out. If you want to check out my other content, go over to YouTube. I've got a channel over there as well as find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook under my name, Kyle Mylan. I will see you on the next one.